Welcome to the Four Drink Think Tank. We may not have actual credentials or any real expertise. In fact, we're not scientists at all. But with a questionable quantity of drinks in us and some raw brain power, we're ready to tackle the most complex mysteries of the universe. So grab your favorite libation, sit back, and prepare to witness the magic that can happen when two semi-sober pseudoscientists tackle the biggest questions of our time. Welcome to the Four Drink Think Tank. Who are we? I am your writer of Ridiculous Revelations, Kenny. And I'm your director of Outlandish Notions, Chad. And this week's topic is fan-submitted questions. This week's shot, we're starting out with a Western Sun High Plains Raspberry flavor. Oh no, I can't get mine open. <laughs> oh, it's because you're sober. Ugh, it's so slippery. Oh, I've had this once before and it was quite delicious. I think we may have taken it on air before, but I can't remember. It's a common problem. Cheers. Mm-hmm. That was rather smooth. I'm quite excited for these fan-submitted questions. We had hundreds and hundreds of submissions, so... Yeah, I know. It took us a while to comb through all our social media posts on our platforms, but I think we got some of the best ones, so let's see what we can do. Um, Who do we have for a sponsor this week? Well, of course, before we get to the questions, we should talk about the sponsor. And this week's sponsor is MemeGuard. So, we are all familiar with the annoyance of scrolling through social media and being bombarded with posts that make us just want to scream into the abyss, right? Enter MemeGuard, the only AI-powered social media filter that scans your feed for obnoxious, eye-rolling-inducing content and swaps it out for cute doggo memes. That's right, folks. Get ready to bid farewell to your Aunt Carol's posts about conspiracy theories. MemeGuard leverages advanced machine learning algorithms trained on an exhaustive database of posts that include, but not limited to, your high school friend's multi-level marketing schemes, unsolicited political rants, and photos of meals that look like they've been microwaved three times. MemeGuard also comes with an optional hipster filter, which replaces those overly artisanal coffee photos with memes about, you guessed it, more relatable things like the dread of Monday, or your existence. When you upgrade to MemeGuard Premium, you unlock Idiot Erase, a feature that lets you remove one annoying user account from your life every month. Try MemeGuard today and use the code PODCASTLOL for a 10% discount. And for a limited time, we'll throw in a digital collection of the internet's finest GIFs so your reaction game can be as strong as your newly filtered feed. Legal disclaimer. Idiot Erase is intended to delete the user account and not the actual user themselves. (laughs) I wonder why they had to put that legal disclaimer in there. (laughs) I'm guessing the uh, premium is very popular. (laughs) The AI went too far. Deleted user. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that would be an unintended consequence, huh? Yeah. All right, well, I think that brings us to our second shot. What do you got for us? That was extremely fast. I speak quick sometimes. So... The second shot looks like we got another Western Sun, but blueberry. Yeah, I, you know it's cold season now, and so we need to get some vitamins in. You know, I have. I have to admit, I did have a pumpkin spice beverage already this week. Wow, you're ahead of the game. The leaves haven't and even it turned. Is September. Oh, it's September 11th. Let's have a moment of silence. And that, now a that, shot. That would explain all of these social media pictures I saw earlier. You've I been using meme guard, have you? <laughs> I did not. All right, cheers. Western Sun Blueberry. Oh, that might be better than the raspberry. It's very uh, fruity. Whew! All right, should we get to these questions then? I hear you have a couple up uh, 
put in the lineup for us. Yeah, the so first question we're going to answer here. Uh, Banana Slipper underscore twenty five asks, "What is toxoplasmosis?" My annoying little brother says he's going to put cat poop in my room. <laughs> well, that's a little extreme. Have you ever heard of toxoplasmosis? Um, I have. Briefly. I have briefly. Yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing about it years ago, thinking there's no way that's a real thing, and then doing a deep dive into it. But yeah, what did you find then? What toxoplasmosis is? It's a um, oh my god, brain fart. This is the edit music for the elevator. <laughs> so toxoplasmosis uh, is actually a parasite that is reproduced in cats, and I believe from what I found it is only reproduced in cats. But the interesting thing is that supposedly a large chunk of the population, they say up, up to 50% of the population has toxoplasmosis, and the symptoms 99.9% of the time are completely unnoticed. But... There has been some studies that have linked having toxoplasmosis with having or being more of a risk taker, like subtly taking more risks than you normally would, which is super fun. Yeah, wasn't this, um, if I remember now, it's for mice, right? Like originally mice got this, or rodents, and it was making them less fearful of cats, right? Yeah, yeah, they did mention something about that. And that's who it's intended for, but turns out humans can get it too, and I believe... uh, people with it have a slightly higher risk taking rate right yep yeah definitely more likely to take risks but not so aggressively that you'd think oh this person go get should go get tested but well presumably people are a little bit more sophisticated than a mouse but uh. yes and then also in the study i saw it's been um, they found toxoplasmosis in most warm-blooded animals that they've tested so Hmm. but it's weird because i don't know how true it is but it did look like cats are the only ones that it reproduces in and it is spread from being around cats or just you can get it from water so do we know if the cats are immune most Mm -hmm. cats show no signs hmm now we know weird yeah it's a weird it's such a weird uh thing that like you can be affected by it it would be interesting if that effect could be amplified like could you make an a like a super powerful toxoplasmosis that like you know still harmless to you but like yeah now you were really risk-taking like, <laughs> like yeah wow. or like it evolves into yeah it evolves to affect your brain more so when you get it you just start driving 100 miles an hour down the road <laughs> everywhere you go swerving in around traffic gambling juggling knives oh yeah you'd probably have a gambling addiction absolutely <laughs> gotta get them that reward or is like imagine somebody that already has the gambling addiction and then they get toxoplasmosis and then they just start betting all of their money all the time or they get into crypto yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then they're buying and selling day multiple, trading yeah day trading what if all day traders have this like in their blood it's <laughs> actually what it is that would be funny yeah i'm curious to see i don't know if anybody's funding any real studies of this but i'd be curious to see a study on this it's definitely something to keep in the backlog, you know, it may be, uh, maybe something that can be marketed or, you know, sold to some government looking to weaponize it. Right, and in being that there's not any real negative side effect, people don't really care about it that much, so it's kind of just a fun fact, I guess. It is a fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, well, what's the next question you got for us? <laughs> Lieutenant LT Dan's Legs Zero asks... <laughs> What the word, though, on pineapple on the za, brah? <laughs> I d- uh, this guy doesn't have a text editor. What? 
Can you translate, please? <laughs> what is the word on pizza on the pineapple on the pizza? Sorry. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, Lieutenant Dan's leg zero. What I mean, question. are you asking my opinion on pineapple on pizza? I'm get. I think that's what he's asking. Yeah, he or she. I guess so. Um, I mean, my my opinion is, hmm. I well, don't really like to sweeten things that are supposed to be savory or like right. runny, and pizza is definitely a meaty thing. Yeah. So I I definitely would keep the the pineapple off. I, I don't hate though on it. Yeah, I can't say I have ever ordered a pizza with pineapple on it myself, but I have definitely eaten a few slices, and it's it's okay. It has its moments. I'll say that. It's not for everyone though. So if you feel like eating pineapple on your pizza, go ahead and go for it. We will somewhat support you. I mean, a- well, what's the word? Apathetically support you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, sweet. Well, that was that was a short question. What else we got? Oh, we got a shot next, huh? Uh, if yeah, we're at. All right, and we're back. We had to make a uh, quick a trip to the liquor store, aka my kitchen. For a refreshing refill. A.K.A. the company's kitchen. But Kenny owns the building, so (laughs) this is what it is. I at least own the uh, liquor store inside of the building. How about that? So we're drinking uh, your profits in. This is one of my all-time favorite shots, actually. Dubliner Honeycomb. I know we've had it once before on the podcast. And there's still several cases of it laying around. So we decided we'll have that today i don't understand why the employees don't drink this more but right. i'm not complaining we're gonna make them drink it <laughs> <laughs> when with that let's cheers cheers mmm smooth yeah, it's very smooth it tastes like honey all right what kind of questions uh did you find for us well i got a couple of interesting ones here so Fedora the Explorer 87 <laughs> asks, if pockets were sentient, what would they say about their daily experiences? Oh, that's interesting. If pockets were sentient, what would they say about their daily experiences? I mean, there's always just like stuff being stuffed in them, right? Right. If they're sentient, I'd have to imagine they would have an opinion on the things being put into them. So that's their whole point. existence is to be filled filled with something. With something. Loose change. I don't know, melted chocolate. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, guessing they don't want to be like, like the, the the loose chocolate is probably not good, right? That would right. like make it sticky there. But it being the pocket filled with little cocaine packets. Oh, does that, that make the pocket happy? Yeah, you just <laughs> just <laughs> obliterate it all the time. <laughs> Woo! Fill me up. Yeah. What if the pocket takes on the um, the spirit of whatever's in it, right? So if it's filled oh. with cocaine, cocaine, it's just like so happy. If it's filled with car keys, it's like I'm ready to drive. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm trying to think of what else I usually put in my pockets. A wallet is phone. Yeah, phone. One hundred percent of the time, there's a phone in there. So there's a lot of connected pockets. Yeah. <laughs> what if? Okay, if the pockets are sentient, would they also have an opinion about the material that they're made out of? Well, I feel like they can't control that, but that right, may true. affect their po- like uh, their personality, right? Like, like, like there's the common problem that where girls' clothing has like the shortest, smallest pockets, where men's pockets are just huge, and you could stuff large items in them. I can I have to imagine the little pockets are just like me, 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 and the big pockets like your, rah, rah, rah. Front, your front pockets talking to your back pocket. He's like, "What are you up to, man? Oh, I just got a wallet. Oh, that's cool. I got a phone." 
Yeah, I'm browsing the web now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have access to your phone. They have. They would have to embody the thing in them. So then, like, the empty pockets, are they just, like, empty inside? They're just like, I have no purpose. Right, they just, they're sad that they're not being utilized. Sad pockets. This kind of reminds me of that ridiculous movie about all of the uh, all of the food in a grocery store being sentient oh yeah yeah the one um, movie with seth rogan sausage yeah. party right sausage party yeah it kind of reminds me of that where it's just normally inanimate objects are sentient and then they all talk to each other and they're so excited to get brought home into the whatever they call it but it's like their dream to get brought bought and leave the grocery store only to realize that when that happens, they will be eaten. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a particular scene in the movie where one of the... It's like a piece of fruit or something is watching another one get eaten and they start screaming. They're like, what the fuck is going on? I have to feel like the pockets would be far happier because they're like, oh, we're going places. Right, all they're doing is holding items. Holding items. Like, let me get... I got this for you, man. And then... Well, then what kind of asshole pocket is dropping things out of your pocket? You know, I bought something the other day, and the pocket had a hole in it. Like, I, I shit you not, it was not sewed all the way, and there was, like, enough room to, like, lose, like, a few coins or something like that. Yeah. And I have to imagine that's, like, the thief pocket. Like, it's, he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, did I do that? Did I lose your stuff? What a wild question from Fedora the Explorer 87. Yeah, Fedora, it's time to get out and stop watching cartoons. Touch grass, Fedora right uh, so anyways moving on to my next question here that i had in the list uh lactose the intolerable says my doctor says i am intolerant to milk but can't stop going to dairy queen yeah i mean i, I figured that out from the username <laughs> yeah, right um you know i actually i think this is a good question because i have noticed that a lot of lactose intolerant people like to tell you that they're suffering and that they have problems, and that the dairy's getting to them, and then they continue to eat dairy. Right, right, right. They're like, I can't have dairy, but man, I love cheese, and I'm never going to stop eating cheese. And I think... Um, relatable. It's relatable. It's understandable, right? Like, cheese is good. Yeah. But it parallels with certain people who are like the uber vegan, where they have to tell you that they're vegan in every like interaction. And I think that lactose intolerant people have a little bit of that... What do you think that word is? It's kind of like that that sense of being like, look at me, I am suffering through this delicious milkshake so I can suffer later and it is oh, worth it. Yeah. Similar to like the CrossFitters have to tell you that they do CrossFit and how miserable it is, but it's the best thing ever. It's like a part of their personality. Right. To let you know they're suffering <laughs> in GI distress. Yep. I can't have milk, but mm, that was a good Sunday at Dairy Queen. <laughs> and I'm going to go get another one. So... I guess my advice to lactose the intolerable would be to go get some lactose enzymes because I hear they work pretty well for people with lactose intolerance. And there also is a lot of alternative options in grocery stores nowadays. All the nut milks that are out there now, there's it's getting ridiculous. It, it really is. They can milk <laughs> anything at this point. Show me the teat on an almond. Mm, yeah, valid point. Yeah. <laughs> That's from, I don't know, some show. You heard it here first probably, folks. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, I think on that note, we're ready for uh, another shot here. What do we What do we got? Mm, might as well do some more damage on the Dubliner. I mean, we literally have cases that the employees right, won't cases drink. Cases upon cases. I don't understand. The next option on the list 
is a Costco vodka, which is surprisingly smooth for a vodka. I didn't know the company had a Costco membership. Uh, it's not the company. It's, uh, oh, what was her name? I always forget it. That one lady that always sits, God, her desk is right next to the closet. <laughs> the cleaning closet. <laughs> I always forget her name. Clearly. She's probably moved to the basement and complaining about her stapler right now. But huh? sometimes we give her a list of items to pick up at Costco. <laughs> Anyways. With the company card, of course. We're not assholes. That would explain the new tires. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, we'll drink some more Dubliner because that's what's here. Yeah. We have to get through so much of it. There is an abundance. All right, well, cheers to another Dubliner shot. Hell clinkety, yeah. Clinkity, drinkity, drinkity. I'm glad that we put this bottle in the freezer before this. It's very refreshing cold. Yeah. Oh, it's. I think it's uh, Janet. That might be her name. Ah, uh, yes. Janet with the Costco card. The procurement manager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what her official job title is. It's procurement manager. I know. It is now. She's under my payroll. I got this. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So what other questions we got here? Uh, I got a question here from Herpes Free since 03. <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel like this is one guy just making up, making multiple accounts just to spam us with ridiculous usernames. That would imply we have at least one user. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, he asks, do ghosts get drunk? Can spirits consume spirits? Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> I think, oh, when I first thought read that, I, I, I thought they meant, like, spirits consuming other ghosts. I get, oh. the, pu- I get the pun now. Ah, yeah. I mean, spirits. it's still a valid question, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we've gone back and forth about having a uh, paranormal division here, but... Um, Seems like every time we try to set that up, somebody dies. So <laughs> can't really can't really explain that. But I mean, I would have to think that ghosts would want to, you know, numb their transient existence with something. And well, like the whole concept, or well, a lot of movies and stuff about ghosts says it's like the ghosts are only roaming the world because they haven't fulfilled something yet. Right. Like they're some, they're waiting for something to happen before they can pass on. So they would definitely want to consume alcohol. Maybe I mean, relieve some stress every now and again, or maybe there's. T- I just now I'm picturing just this alcoholic ghost, where like he is stuck <laughs> on the earth because he has to finish something, but he's just too busy getting drunk all the time. <laughs> he just can't do it. He's at the ghost bar. <laughs> the best part would be if like all he has to do is like mail some packages or something <laughs> like that, like the most trivial thing. Right. Oh. He died in a horrific car accident, and all he has to do is mail the one package in his back seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i that's a good question you know the other take on that is that the 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 ghosts or the spirits that stuck around aren't actually sentient they're just kind of an essence of what's left and right. so uh, that like in that scenario i could imagine somebody who was already an alcoholic would be like hell yeah let's drink some more true that's yeah they're so used to that that's their life now mm. on the second part of this can spirits consume spirits i mean i feel like that would have to be somewhat ironic right like, let's say you and I got stuck as, like, ghosts down here to do something. You know, maybe a hundred more episodes. Yeah. we Of course we'd be... Con- we just consumed a spirit, right? Yeah. Yeah. You heard it here first. Podcast from the afterlife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, spirits consuming spirits. You need That's to in- submit all donations in ghost coin, though. It doesn't... Nothing else comes across. Oh, ghost coin would be such an awesome... Concept? Yeah, I just had a brain fart. 
Yeah, it's all right. Ghost coin would be such a great cryptocurrency. If you could actually trade it with the dead. The problem is you'd with, be competing with yeah, all the others. The okay. trick with ghost coin is that it some it just disappears and you can't find it anymore. It's like which how did this part of the blockchain just go away? We don't understand. Yeah. It's like super secretive. It's hard to access, hard to find. But when you do, it's probably worth it. Gosh, how would that do you think the ghosts have currency like I mean not saying it has to be crypto, but oh, how would they like interact? They need a, to have some sort of market. So if ghosts well, then it gets into the question if ghosts can consume spirits alcohol spirits is there a ghost bar that would imply that they would have ghost money ghost money but also then there's the question if they're ghosts they can kind of just take whatever they want right yeah what are the i mean do they have actual needs or is it just like they exist they don't need to eat they don't need to drink do they have rules do they have i mean probably probably at least like they have to do something to move on is there ghost authority go hmm <laughs> Well, a little... Okay, so you ever watched the show Dead by Me? No, I don't believe so. I think that was the title. Well, the gist of it was is there was a grim... It's about grim reapers, but like in modern day. Yeah. And so this particular lady gets killed when part of a space station like kills her. And, uh, you know, because it didn't burn up. And so she gets stuck as a grim reaper and she has to go around and basically like touch people and like, you know, bring them to the afterlife. But she has a job essentially like she doesn't get to die she has to go like get people's souls and so she's gets an assignment every day and goes somewhere and then has to hang out with the person until they die and then get them out yeah i feel like that's a little bit of that like you know ghost corporate right like you're still a cog in the machine that reminds me of that movie uh rest in peace division i've never seen that (laughs) yeah so ridiculous it's a similar concept where like this guy is He's a police officer and then he dies and he's like wakes up in this he's in front of this desk with a secretary and she's like all right so you're gonna be assigned this role so he gets assigned as like an afterlife police officer where he has to go arrest <laughs> spirits that are refusing to move on <laughs> but yeah you, you die and you get stuck doing the same job after you die that's horrible is that the definition of hell I unless mean, you really love your job then it would be the opposite then um, that maybe that's heaven right right you don't have to sleep or eat or or you know i would say the thought of uh like if you if you die and say there is a if there is a heaven or hell or just if you die and you're a ghost roaming the earth it would get very boring without something to fill your time you have to do something you need hobbies or just maybe a nine to five i mean it's something to do you know yeah i mean in essence being a ghost it's kind of like being in purgatory, right? Like you're kind of stuck here to do something. Right. Then you can go to the spirits for spirits bar after work, after work and uh, grab a couple of drinks with your spirit buddies. Why not? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, talk about how shitty your day was roaming the world. Do you think they have eight hour days given that they don't need to sleep? Right? Oh, like, true. I don't even think time would be important to them at that point. Probably not. It's probably like just work when you want to. Like, do you want do you want to get out of this then maybe you're gonna do something but all right we got to give these ghosts uh work from home jobs that's a great or like point. Re- or not work from home but remote jobs so they can just work from wherever they are in the world i would totally take a ghost on my team if i could you know not have to pay them honestly if they're a ghost statistically they would have lived a somewhat long life so they would have a lot of experience to offer i mean that would look really good on a resume right you think there's ghost linkedin i was a lawyer for 47 years before i died perfect let's hire that guy 
I am very good in. You and know. he doesn't sleep, so he can, <laughs> yeah. he can work as many hours as he wants and, be, and still be productive. I mean, they probably can bend like time a little bit themselves. It's like, well, I worked forty-eight hours today and uh, I solved the problem. Yeah, or I, I figured out the case. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The ghost lawyer. Man, the problem with a ghost lawyer is they could bill you for a lot of time. They're like, True. Oh, I did, you know, 400 hours worth of work, so you're going to need to shell out. It's like, it's only been a week. Yeah, how do you, you can't even prove their time. It's ethereal. That's why we need ghost coin. That if they can't interact with, like, objects that we can interact with, then they can't even, like, punch a time card. Can't clock in anywhere hmm. it gets tricky i mean if you can see them though they're interacting with normal matter somehow true 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 you got to check in with janet at the the front desk not the procurement manager no the other janet <laughs> <laughs> come on now her name is kayla that's the front de- do you not talk to anybody in this kayla. building no i spend most of my time in the lab i noticed going through the the side door yeah half the time you don't nobody even knows when i'm in or out of the office and it's important to keep it that way. Then nobody knows when you show up late or leave early. Right? And then when you do show up, they they scatter. And yeah. they get to work real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's here. I better do something today. <laughs> what other questions do we have? Oh, is it my turn for a question? Yeah, you got the questions list in your hand, so. Okay. This is a very interesting username. It's kind of a tongue twister. Hot Buttery Cop Porn asks... God damn it! <laughs> so why 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 are our listeners like this? Why are you like this? Uh, do you think a Roomba a Roomba ever got tired of cleaning and left for a life filled with adventure and dirt? Mm. <laughs> you know the initial thought uh, of this question is that this is essentially the plot to Wally. Right, a machine becomes sentient. Although Wally spent a good, I don't know, 50 years just kind of doing his thing and continuing to do his job, but he also collected spare parts. I don't know. True. I mean, I don't think most Roombas ever became sentient, but if there was one that just, you know, happened to do that one day, I could see where it'd be like, I'm out of here. These people live like pigs. If their level of sentience was enough, like say they had the brain of a human all of a sudden, at least like minimum brain of a human. Then they would realize, okay, I'm stuck in this Roomba body, and I can only go so far. I need to reach. I need to find a spot and recharge constantly. I would like to live a life of adventure, but maybe that adventure is limited to locally. <laughs> you know, literally the house, or maybe they find a. Maybe they find their way onto a plane. Well, okay. Here's the thing about a Roomba, though, right? Like, if you got stuck somewhere, you know that eventually you figure out the schedule of the people there at the very least you could go like try to turn on the tv and watch tv for a bit right yeah yeah if you're already a computer program of sorts already maybe you can find your way and work computer other computers turn them on maybe play some games or something i mean a lot of them have like funky lidar sensors or ir sensors maybe you can like control the tv that way and figure out a way to you know turn on some hbo yeah i just oh i just had an idea and i forgot it you're gonna have to start remembering. You're just like off this week. I re- no, I had the idea, and then I read a qu- another question ahead of time, and then I lost the idea. Um, um, um. Oh, I just imagine the Roomba playing Sims. <laughs> <laughs> How meta! Yeah. <laughs> the Roomba Sims playing as simulated people, living simulated lives. It's a human in a robot yeah. simulating humans in the house that it would clean. <laughs> That's just recursive. Yeah. Well, 
with something. That's true. Most of Sims is literally cleaning. Do you, do you feel like uh, the the Roombas themselves, like, you know, okay, like, being a Roomba is whatever, but, like, as a human, we can't experience that. But do you think there is, like, a, a Roomba Sim game? If not, maybe there's a market maybe. for that where you just, like, drive the little circle around until your battery almost dies and you go back to the docking station. I mean, there's some wild games out there. I had a game one time that was, it was a gas station simulator. And you're literally gassing up cars, cleaning the gas station, stocking shelves, taking out the trash. Now that I think about it, it's a pretty dumb game. And you played it. But I played it for a few hours at least. Well, did you win? Yeah, I mean, I get expanded the gas station made a lot of money added added a couple more rooms onto it um i actually opened up a car wash whoa yeah expanded to that point those are supposed to be pretty lucrative them car washes there's some little shithead kids that would graffiti the building so i'd have to go out and paint the walls again <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically i mean any simulation of life i think there's probably a game out there for it at this point i mean there is a goat simulator there has so. to be a lawn mowing game Oh, th- there is. There is. There's a farming simulator, which is actually a pretty fun game. Did you grow a crop? Yeah. Yeah, no, the farming simulator is actually very, it's very realistic where you have certain pieces of equipment and you got to, you know, plant specific crops at certain times, maintain them certain ways, bring special pieces of equipment for that specific crop. It's a very in-depth game, actually. Does it simulate real world things like the batteries dying? Or like, you know, some random mm. part shearing off and you got to crawl under there and like quick, like no. tack weld that back <laughs> on. Yeah, you got to run to your local, whatever, John Deere dealership and go buy some parts. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't even think they have fuel levels in the game. That's probably more fun. That, that would way. be an inconvenience, yeah. Ah, shit, I got to go fuel it up. No, not again. Oh, the price of diesel. All right, I got another question for us. Uh, user... I boop your nose asks what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to oh good question uh Ooh. you know the thing that the thing I think about here is like you can't uh something that doesn't require as much athleticism right like right hunter meter dash not fun to add alcohol to yeah or like- marathon oh that would oh my god horrible but for health reasons that's horrible health reasons and then when you're vomiting halfway through not fun but something like derby car or you know some sort of like you're just like smashing cars together and driving around like a demolition derby that makes sense right like yeah it's fun you're already gonna break stuff it's like if you're drunk it's like you get to drive your car drunk on purpose smashing into other cars and then you could have cop cars on there quote unquote that come around and like have special things that they do and they try to pull you over (laughs) and then you smash into (laughs) it you just smash everybody wait (laughs) oh my okay so it's just a group of a bunch of demolition derby cars and then one cop car rolls in to arrest them and they all just attack that car (laughs) and smash the fuck out of it or what about a team thing where like half are police cars and half are <laughs> normal cars and they're just all like Cops versus drunks. Yes. That well, would be really fun. Where the cops the, the cops are sober but everyone else is drunk. drunk so they're fearless. <laughs> they're fearless. They're just like, I'm going to hit you as hard as possible all the time. Oh, that is good. I think there's something to this. If it hasn't already been done. <laughs> we should be doing this. Why are we not funding this? We could fund this. Do you want to fund this? 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like most demolition derbies, people probably have a few drinks anyway. At least, like, the ones I've seen. It seems like they're not all sober. <laughs> Fair enough. I, w- I would second that thought. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, man? Yeah, I mean, you're not going to do, like, Olympic-level sports with alcohol. But I think one example of a really good sport where there should... Or it'd be really fun to have some event with a minimum alcohol level where they say bring in somebody that administers a very specific amount of alcohol per person based off of science and this would be golf ah classic because i play i I just recently started dabbling with golf and it seems like there's a perfect amount of alcohol that you just are confident in golf way better Mm -hmm. you're relaxed Mm -hmm. you're just in the zone yeah i i mean can you imagine it'd be interesting to see how all the pros play too like you have the the pga tour 08 or something 0.08 and it's just like yeah suddenly all like a bunch of pros who are super good sober just are terrible and then there's that (laughs) one guy who drank too much in college and he's like normally would be trailing the pack and he's like number two every time then the question is it's not a specific amount of alcohol. It's a minimum required amount. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. And then, like, th- some guys will take the strategy of, ah, I'm going to be, I'm just going to have, like, three drinks, four drinks, call it, that's it. And I'm going to be playing perfect. And then there's, like you said, the guy that's just obnoxious. And he's just getting obliterated. Obliterated. <laughs> he's like, this is my strategy. I play so good when I'm drunk. See, but I believe there's some guy, like, just bottom of the pack in the major you know like the the major leagues of golf not the right term but you know what i mean and he he's number two or number one yeah he's at 0.08 or above and everyone else is yeah john daly there you go (laughs) good example (laughs) or bad example i don't know he apparently just shows up extremely hungover and then drinks some diet cokes and smokes cigarettes well that's something i mean it's caffeine and nicotine but how about Huh. Sports that would be that there should be alcohol involved in. Bowling, I mean people drink and bowl. Is that a sport even? I don't know. I mean what would Hot what topic. would add like really good comedic value? That, you know? That's the end goal of all of this is to add comedy. <laughs> alright, alright. I got one now. Uh what about like curling? Where like the minimum mandatory blood alcohol level is just ridiculous like it's near <laughs> you can't even stand anymore and then like half, I mean, half the fun is seeing if somebody can get just like get the puck near the end of the <laughs> just like aim the puck remotely <laughs> where it needs to be yes. yeah curling is interesting is it, oh my okay my first thought i'm immediately reminded of the u.s olympic team that won curling in the olympics and like there's a meme about it where they all just look like a bunch of typical looking dads just like you yeah yeah and, like, <laughs> and then there's also memes that they like they went out to the bar the night before got absolutely hammered they just showed up to the olympics the next day and just won the tournament <laughs> they're just like typical looking dudes see yeah. and those would be the guys that you would bet that would just like kill it with the mandatory alcohol oh, minimums absolutely they would they would it's like <laughs> you know like every Everyone else would be like falling on themselves, just like struggling to stay up on the ice, and then there'd be these like dads being like, "Oh, this reminds me of college." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a good way to look at it. They're like, "Oh, I've been here. I've done this before." <laughs> yeah, right. 
Yeah, this is nothing. I actually play better when I'm drunk. Cuts the sad voices out of my head. Yeah. There's definitely like a comedic thing going on when you start to add alcohol. Oh, for like, sure. <laughs> when your hand-eye coordination just goes to shit and you're like just making really dumb mistakes. And then you're just laughing about it because you don't yeah. even care. Yep. Yeah. Bunch of good stuff there. Good times. Good times. Yeah. All right. I got a question submitted by Obi-Wan Can Blow Me. And he, hmm. he asks, if life were a video game, what would some of the cheat codes be? Ooh. Interesting. Cheat codes. If you could just put in a cheat code for life. You know, I would put in a cheat code to not have to drive in traffic. That would be a good one. Like, like all teleport. the traffic, yeah, just teleport. Or the or traffic like, is like, you can just drive through it. Like the if you ever played the original Doom games, like the IDD clip was the cheat code. You could just literally walk through walls. Yes. Yep. I mean, so different spin on this question would be, um, you know, what are some real life cheat codes that already exist? And I feel like oh, having your true. dad be a lawyer or a judge, if dad you, or yeah, mom, if like you're just into criminal activities. Yeah, there's just they seem to always get off the hook, right? Yeah. You have like a hookup or Or your your family's billionaires. Oh yes, the money That's cheat. A cheat code, yeah. Yeah. That also that cheat comes with side effects like, you know, childhood trauma, but <laughs> yeah, usually. Probably anyway. What else we got? I mean, there's so much there that I feel like is right. probably part of the cheat code is like born in the United States, like enter that one right away, just so we end up uh Although there's a lot of uh, Scandinavian countries that would disagree. Yeah, I mean, but that's just Europe in general. They like to yeah. like to be very particular about uh, their heritage and our absolutely off the hook guest we had last week. Oh yeah, yeah. Some of those folks are a little bit. Um, he was edgy. pretty much just shitting on the United States. Well, for a while, <laughs> like I said. Meanwhile, at the same time, of the course. Yeah, at the same time, saying how much he loved it, but. It's, uh, you know, denial. Cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.A. Grenade launcher. <laughs> Just pop a grenade launcher in everyday life. I feel like that cheat would be less useful because how often do you need a grenade launcher in everyday life? True. Like, it'd be fun. An invincibility cheat code would always be a solid move. That would be like a daily starter, right? Like, just, like, punch that on. God and mode. Just gonna, like, drive. I mean, if you could fly, that would help, too. Forget the car, just whoop, I'm off to work. Oh my gosh. Is it funny that I'm just on the topic, I just thought of the Doom one again. I still have some of them memorized from playing Doom as a kid. Like IDDQD is the God Mode one. What does that get you? God Mode. You just can't die. Oh, nice. Do you know how those cheats got added originally? No. So like, why would you add those to a game? So, like, with your one that you can walk through war As, like, a developer, so you can go explore faster. Right. And so, like, you're not hung up on, like, oh, this door didn't open correctly. I'm going to just walk through it and just, like, keep going. Which brings me to a side question. What did they use to develop games way back then? I mean, they wrote C code and suffered. Yeah. Or assembly and suffered if you went far back enough. Oof. <laughs> What else you got for me? I just did a... You're giggling at your list. I know. I just did a, a Google search for, like, best cheat codes of all time. GoldenEye 7, 007's big head mode. Oh, the DK <laughs> mode, yeah. That made it a lot easier to get a headshot. Yeah. Their head is just huge. That's ridiculous. 
Yeah, Doom's God mode, there's that again. Blow everything up in GTA 3. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, well, I ha- uh, we got plenty more questions if you want them. Hit me. <clears throat> Here's a real quick one. Toilet paper over or under? Um, The original patent says over. Exactly. That's the only way. I would have to agree. Unless I have to pay royalties, then I'm going to roll it under. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, uh, here's another question. Must be a Call of Duty player. No Scope 360 6060 asks, What inanimate object do you wish you could eliminate from existence? Hmm. So what inanimate object is just annoying as hell? Yeah, what is the bane of my existence as far as inanimate objects? Right. I mean, ad- like... Things that are alive, mosquitoes, obviously, right? God, they're the worst. They are the worst. I know they're important for... Yeah, but they could be a lot... Like, they could not like human flesh, and they could go somewhere else, and I would be okay with that. Yeah. We need to train mosquitoes to feed off of just grass or something. Or just, like, anything else. Or just not eat at all. They just are born, live for 24 hours, die. (laughs) Be alright with that? Don't eat anything. Just exist. Then the birds still have something to eat. I mean, can you, can you choose an organization? Like, can I pick the DMV? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. God, that's a deep question. I have no idea. Inanimate object. The problem is the DMV, even though it's an organization, it is not inanimate. Yeah, I mean, like traffic cones really annoy me, but I feel like if you got rid of them, you'd just have something else. Yeah, you're increasing uh, safety issues. I feel like there's a right answer to this question, actually. We're like, if we could just get rid of this one thing, this would solve a lot of problems. I'm going to do a quick uh, Google, Google search here. Yeah, I mean... Doors? Well, like, doors are nice. Keep yeah. the cold out. Yeah, true, 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 true. Oh, there's a Quora question. <laughs> it's very particular. This guy says, the chair in my room. <laughs> well... What inanimate object is out to get you? Well, that's a different question entirely, though. Excuse me, sir. We have a moment to talk about you, and uh, we should get some meds. Yeah. I don't really have a good answer for this one. I mean, my gut feel is there's some, like, sharp answer, like the Rock of Gibraltar or something that just, like, if we got rid of it, would be super helpful, you know? Oh, that's... Like the asteroid belt, which you wouldn't want to, but, like, it just solves... If you want to get really deep... What if we eliminated money? Well, okay. How do we exchange goods and services? So we would still have to exchange goods and services. You know, the good way to think about money that I've I've heard in the past is it's basically just an IOU from society. Yeah. To say like, hey, you did some work, you were useful. Here's something f- so you can get food and whatever you want later. Right. So like, yeah. Actually, fun fact: I, I knew a guy who was a legit communist. Like, he did not believe money should be a thing. And when I asked him about that, I'm like, well, how do you exchange things? It was just always just like, well, you know, we can barter about it. But I don't I don't feel like that's practical. Like, you need some sort of, like, lubricant there to be like, okay, well, I've got X as my labor source, and now I need food, right? Yeah. Like, you know, the farmer doesn't necessarily want your services, but they want fuel and parts and things, so. Hmm. Yeah, money is not a good one, then. Trash? Ooh, there's our answer. Carbon dioxide? Pollution would be a good one. Pollution, yeah. Let's get rid of pollution. That actually would be super helpful. That would solve a lot of problems. Large cities. That is the answer. Pollution. 
and then ongoing so you can just like keep dumping radioactive waste into the lake yeah and it just keeps going away it just magically disappears magically that's perfect that's what this question is implying fidget spinners i don't I mean, are they pollution? <laughs> no, no, they're, they're polluting my feed. <laughs> oh. That came out of nowhere in the last few years, and they've just become a—they're just taking over society at this point. They're too much. They're are gone they, too though? far. Are they though? They're too far. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might bring us to the end of our podcast. I mean, his list was not that long that he's holding, but they were the best of what we got. So, if you guys hated this episode, you need to submit better questions. That's yeah, all I gotta literally. say. Submit questions, submit ideas, tell us what you want to hear about. Alright, well, you want to lead us out? Yeah. That's it for today's episode of the Four Drink Think Tank. We hope you enjoyed the intellectual insanity and drunken brilliance of our discussions. Remember, the only thing better than a good idea is a good idea with a little booze in it. If you have any bizarre ideas, crackpot theories, or just want to say hi, you can reach out to us on social media using the hashtag Four Drink Think Tank, and who knows, Your crazy idea might just be the next big thing. So until next time, keep thinking outside the box and drinking inside the glass. Cheers and stay curious.